I'm Meredith. And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family, where we're hosting the Ultimate TV Family Reunion. This week, we'll be remembering the special family vacation episodes. Welcome back to My TV Family. As Meredith mentioned, this week in um, tribute to summer travel season, we're talking all about those very special episodes, Family Vacation. Uh, we will also tackle a new listener fantasy family. Hey, Meredith. Yeah. If uh, you know anybody working on their fantasy family, <laughs> do encourage them to send them our way. They can do that at mytvfamilypod at gmail.com. You know what's coming next, Meredith. What is that? I'm going to ask all the listeners out there to be sure to follow us on all the social media platforms, the <laughs> Facey Spaces, the Tweety Pages, all of them. Um, and be sure to rate and review us favorably on <laughs> iTunes if you'd be so kind. Thanks, y'all. So let's get started with what we are watching. Yes, let's do it. Robin, do you want to go first this time? I would love to go first this time, let Meredith. Us, let us know what you're watching. Oh, well, hold on to your <laughs> false teeth, Meredith. Um, I Well, a couple of things. Um, this is not what I'm watching. It's just something I've been following. Okay. Um, have you listened to any of the Arrested Development news, Meredith? Yes, I it's, have. Jeez Louise. I know. It's not really promoting the show very well. <laughs> well, I think that that was kind of a PR effort gone awry. Yeah. Um, so Jason Bateman um, kind of stepped on his tongue uh, <laughs> um, talking about Jeffrey Tambor, and um, he has since apologized, and um, the name of the female lead is escaping me at the moment, but she's the woman who plays Lucille, and she was clearly invisibly distraught over talking about Jeffrey Tambor and some of his onset behaviors. And it sounded like Jason Bateman was just being kind of a mansplaining yeah. turkey, yeah. if you will. And I'm not feeling it. I'm not here for it, Meredith. I don't like it. I know. And you know, you they were like trying to be transparent about all that stuff and upfront because Jeffrey Tambor... Uh, He's back. <laughs> yeah. You know, he got booted from Transparent. Mm-hmm. And, um... And they probably just wanted to talk about it, like, hey, let's put it out there. Yeah, he's on the show, let's get and it's cool, it. everybody should still watch it. And then you just would think that they were all going to have a line they should have stuck to. Maybe like, be coached a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Like, but yeah, you'd be wrong. That was inappropriate. He shouldn't treat like treat people like that, and maybe he shouldn't be on the show. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was a swing and a miss for yeah. sure. But just like... I don't know, maybe a testament to the fact that people don't feel like they, maybe people have not caught on to the movement. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, Robin. <laughs> I think everyone's back to normal. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so this I, weekend, men behaving like <laughs> ding-dongs. I don't know if I'll be watching that. I also am going to take a polite pass on that one. It'll be hard, though, because you kind of want to. Yeah, of course I wanted to, but I just, ugh, it's exhausting, Meredith. It is. We'll anyway. stand on this one. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll scratch that off my, my to-watch list. Okay. And so that's the rest of development, Sitch. Um, I also am taking a polite pass on 13 Reasons Why. Okay. Um, did you watch the first version? I didn't watch season one. So it was 
very compelling, like one of those where you would finish an episode and, you know, you tell yourself, I don't know if you ever do this, Meredith, but sometimes I'm like, I'm going to finish this episode and I'm going to go to bed and then <laughs> credits would roll on the first one and I'd be like, well, I can't go to bed now. This is going to get a little bit more of the next episode. Yeah, just a tidbit, like a taste, like just to see, you know, how it's resolved and then like it's three o'clock in the morning and you're delirious. Um, anyway, so it was very like another, I need another, I need another, I need another. Um, but I will say there were some very graphic scenes that I just found completely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and, uh, in season two, in one? season one. Oh, okay. And, um, just the handling of the suicide was really upsetting and disturbing. Um, understandably so. And I just don't think I can subject myself to that again, Meredith. Don't do it. I can't do it. And I've heard that this season, much like Handmaid's Tale, is like even more upsetting her. So All right, I'm going to well, stick to happy things. Like? Like what? Drop Dead Diva. <laughs> okay. Um, I am like <laughs> full speed ahead. It's happening. Um, it's just chock full of delightful people. I can't believe I forgot to mention this, but it has Margaret Cho in it. Yeah. She is hilarious. Um, and just lots of like great pop-in um, guest stars. One of the most recent ones I watched had Chad Lowe in it. Chad Lowe. The lesser Lowe brother, but still. Um, He's the lower low. The lower low, which I'm sure is what his family calls him. Um, and just lots of like, so it was on in like the 2000s, the aughts. Okay. Um, just lots of good aughts fashion yeah. like you're like oh i see you ann taylor loft short <laughs> short sleeve blazer like that was a look um and it's interesting so you know the complicated premise about um yes I the do. ditzy vapid blonde <laughs> being combined in the body of um the like brilliant um lawyer so i'm not sure what i'm supposed to want because the dead girl's um fiance works with the Jane person who okay. has the soul in her body. So I think they want us to want them to get together, but it feels a little weird. Yeah. Anyway, if anybody watched that show and knows what I'm supposed to be shipping, <laughs> that would be super if you could reach out. Um, and then other than that, just like getting excited for my summer programs. All right. Like what? Like Younger. Yes. Super jazzed about that. That might come up in a bit. Um, Queer Eye, man, they turned it around. They were like, oh, people are liking that. Let's uh, film a whole bunch more shows. I know. So I'm pretty jazzed for that. They are on the cover of Entertainment Weekly this week. I which saw. I'm going to read that jam cover to cover. They're out there doing work. Yeah, so good for them. Striking while the iron's hot. And then um, just like, again, summer summertime viewing and getting excited for fall. Like, um, I know you're super excited for Magnum P.I. reboot. <laughs> yeah, I you know, know you're always. I'm list. like, Meredith, enough about Magnum P.I. <laughs> Um, actually, I'm kind of excited for Magnum <laughs> Um, so, it, Magnum will be played by Jay Hernandez, which okay. is, who is the hot dad from, um, uh, Bad Moms. Okay. With, um, Mila Kunis's character. Yeah. Did you see Bad Moms? I did not. Did you see Bad Moms 2? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's a tragedy. Um, anyway, he's, um, super hot, um, although Tom Selleck remains the OG, uh, Magnum P.I., the only man... I will approve of with a mustache. I know. Well, you know Full I stop. Ha- you know I had a crush on him when I was a kid. So. I have a crush on him currently, present day. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Politics aside. It's hard for me to have someone replace him. Well, it's, don't think of it as a replacement. Think of it as like a sexy second chapter. <laughs> um, and we will be talking about friends later in the episode, but um, I stand by my commitment to Monica and Richard forever. Yeah. Richard as portrayed by... Tom Selleck. Yeah. The stash. Mm-hmm. Chandler can 
pound sand. Like, <laughs> Chandler can go far, far away. Yeah. Um, I will... I'm fully committed to Monica and Richard forever. So, just some exciting things coming coming up again. Charmed reboot. Um, yeah. Glow's coming back. Right? Did you watch Glow? I didn't. Oh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I know wrestling. It did look good. It I is like really good. Break, so. Yeah, I think you would love it. I know. Okay. I, I like watching. Occasionally, I'll stumble upon her Instagrams. Really? And she like shows her fitness routines Does and stuff she? like that. I know she's my. Pull up inspiration. Fitzbo. Yep. Um, so, yeah, not really watching a whole lot, just uh, getting geared up for summer viewing. Remember when summer was like not a time to watch TV? I know. You had those, to watch reruns. Those were the bad days. Remember when you would be like, oh, I missed an episode of 90210. Like, yeah. this is my chance to catch it in reruns. Yeah. Those are sad times. All of those things were <laughs> sad. Life was so hard back then. Reruns in summer, the possibility of missing a show. Yeah, I don't know how we survived. I don't either. These are better times. Like, now you could go out and do things and record your shows. Yep. Theoretically. And shows, new shows are coming out all the time, year-round. It's really exciting. What a time to be alive. (laughs) How about you, Meredith? What has been on your viewing schedule? Okay, so it was season finale week. Yes. Basically, for all the shows I watched, or at least I caught up on a lot of season finales. What did you see? In three of the season finales, they ended with a wedding. Okay, tell me. Well, okay, so New Girl... Sort okay. of. It was like, that was the second episode, or the second to last episode, but okay. I'm going to count it, uh, because I watched them back to back. Who got was, married? Uh, Nick and Jess. Okay. Spoiler, but everyone knew that was coming. Yeah. And then... That was the second to last episode? Yeah. So what then, did they do for like an encore? Um, they... Um, they were, they got, um, evicted from the loft. <gasps> and so they were moving and just wanted to have everyone like review their memories and all that stuff. And they were like, it's fine. We're moving on. But she was really into okay getting them to. Did they play true American? Yep. Um, In the final episode? Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So good. Did you catch that yes, season I finale? Did. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine had a wedding with of Jake and Amy, and then in Grey's Anatomy, there was a wedding between Alex Karev and... McSteamy. Yeah, I can't believe her name is escaping me. I can believe it, because it happens all the time, <laughs> but... And his girlfriend. Okay. And all three of them had weddings gone wrong, right? Like, all yeah. three of them were uh, not just like, oh, this is a wedding day. It was like, everything went wrong, um, like... Nothing, nothing happened. Like a new girl talked about they were cursed. I think all of them felt like they were cursed at some point. Like this isn't going to happen. This does not bode well for our relationship. And then they all had some makeshift wedding somewhere else. Interesting. Um, Who knew that was like a a trope of the season? I know. So all of them did it. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine was my most favorite. That was a really good episode. Most interesting. Um... But yeah, all all three cursed weddings. That was they, really good. They eventually happened. <laughs> Do you think Holt is uh, got the promotion? I don't know. I love that that was the cliffhanger because you're like you can I, see by my you obviously you can tell the answer by my face. <laughs> I love that that was the cliffhanger because I don't really care. I mean, you want him to, yeah. but you're like it's not really that important. It's not like someone's no. life is at stake, no. right? Because if he doesn't get it, he's just still at. Yeah. still around, and we still get to see him. <laughs> again, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Andre Brower is a national treasure. Yeah, he he is. is so, so good on that show. Yeah, as long as it's not like whether or not he's coming back next season, like it doesn't really Oh, no, he to needs me. to come back. <laughs> yeah, he we, got, we got you renewed. You better, you best come back to NBC. Yeah. 
Did uh, you see the gif of Andy Samberg's face looking at Amy as she walked down the aisle? No. It's a real good one. I'll have to look Andy Samberg is like a lovable goofball. Like, uh, clearly that's kind of his calling card. Yeah. But he, he has some acting chops. Like, yeah. I would not mind to have a man look at me that way. <laughs> I did like their vows. They were funny. But he, <laughs> but he, he played it serious for a while and did really well and kind of got emotional. Yes, and, and then she came back with the, the bomb line. Yeah, your butt is the bomb. The bomb. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh very hard. Yeah, uh, that was a really good episode. So then we had more season finale. Okay. I Man, it was finale it week was. at your house. I finished Riverdale. Riverdale. Now yeah. tell me about that. Is that on PBS? <laughs> That's a good old CW show. <laughs> And you sticking with that? Yeah, the CW app is not my favorite. Ooh. But this the last couple times I've watched, you know how sometimes when you watch a show and there's an advertisement and you have to wait like for it to go oh, for I 90 know. seconds? I know. Sometimes they pretend like it's an advertisement and then the clock just runs out and it doesn't happen. Ooh. CW hooked me up a what couple of times. They must know. sorcery is that? I know. They must know that I um, am f- in the business. You're right? a frequent flyer. <laughs> the press. Gets special access to CW. Fast forward half of her commercials. <laughs> anyway, I really wanted just to see what happened. It is yeah. getting like more and more ridiculous. I mean, what? I, I can't believe I'm saying it's getting more ridiculous because <laughs> it felt like it had reached like at a peak. But I needed to know some of who was the you know who were the doing the killings. Okay, was it uh, uh, Dylan? Uh, Dylan. Luke Perry. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't Luke Perry. Was it Molly Ringwald? Um, I feel like this one. I do have. I feel like not many people are watching Riverdale, at least maybe who are listening to this podcast, are watching Riverdale as it um, plays. Like, that feels like maybe a later binge watch, so I'm not going to say who it was. Okay, will you tell me? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll tell everybody later. (laughs) I'll whisper it. (laughs) Um, Are Molly Ringwald and Luke Perry still on it? Luke Perry is. Molly Ringwald is not. She was like, "Mm, this is below my station. (laughs) Bye! She had a better sense to get out. No, I would um, watch a show about those two, like, legit, full-time. <laughs> yeah. Mark Consuelos is, like, a big... <gasps> he is a huge part of the whole show, and it seems like that's where it's going okay. for season three, and Ooh. that's where I feel like I can part ways with Riverdale. <laughs> oh. um, not because of him, but just because of, like, he's this adult man, like, at yeah. war with these high school students. Mm, and That's like, kind of weird. I don't really need to see that, and... Not that any of the show is believable, but that just crossed a line for me. Wow. Um, Mark Consuelos. Yeah. Enough is enough. <laughs> he was in uh, Pitch, right? Did you watch that show? Yeah, I did. I only watched like the first two episodes. People love was, that show. I was part of the problem, right? You were uh, part of the problem. Because it got canceled after several... I know, and it's got my favorite, Mark Paul Gosler. Is he your fave? I mean, Zach Morris, right? Mm-hmm. And he was also in another show called Raising the Bar, Zach Morris was. It, okay. was, a, it was a lawyer show. Was he on NYPD Blue? Oh, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe that was Ricky Schroeder. I think he had two lawyer shows, maybe. (laughs) Um, But the one of them was called Raising the Bar, and it was on, like, TNT or something. And it was in, like, 2008, somewhere around then. It came after Rizzoli and Isles or whatever. (laughs) No, we loved loved Raising the Bar. It probably only had one or two seasons, but we loved it so much. Okay. Um, Okay, so Riverdale... Great, found out who does all the bad things. Not watching it nope. anymore. <laughs> I think I'm done. Wow, officially parting ways. Yep, it was, so it was my series finale, and then <laughs> I caught, we watched last night the Survivor season finale. Twitter was blown up about that. Well, for good reason, because for the first time ever, I won't give any spoilers either on this because it's so fresh, but okay. I feel like I can say this. For the first time ever, there was a tie. 
that means like when they voted there was a tie? Yeah, so at the very How last... How do they not have a contingency in place? Well, they that? do. Okay. They do, and that's the Fight part. to the death. Yeah, so there was a tie on the jury. There was five people who um, voted for one person and five people who voted for another person. There were okay. three people who were left. And so in... In the case of a tie, the third person who doesn't, who didn't get any of the votes, that person had to vote for one of the two. Ooh. So, so when you say you get voted for, that is that you win or that you lose? On the very last one is that you win. <clears throat> okay. Throughout the whole show, if you get a vote, That's if you bad. get the most votes, yeah, you voted off the island. But the last one, you vote for who you want to win the million dollars. Ooh. And, you know, they go in front of the jury and plead their case and they ask them questions and it's... Like, I'm always really embarrassed for the jury and the type of questions they ask, but this time it was actually pretty good. I felt like they were level-headed. I feel like most of the time people are super emotional, like, I can't believe you did this to me, and we're like, well, it's a game about doing that to you, and so... And here to make friends, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, so, it was very exciting. So the person broke the tie? Yeah. Wow. Did and the person that you want to win, win? Yes. Ooh. Yes, I was, Ooh. I was very excited about it, and the thing is, is... When they vote, they vote on the 39th day of Survivor. They all vote. And usually, Jeff Probst says, I'm going to take these votes. And in, like, the season, or, like, the the after show. Or yes, the, at the Ponderosa? No, no, in the reunion show. Yes. After everything's aired live, they read the, oh. they read the results. Okay. But he read them right there. Because they, you know that they look at the votes before. Sure. He read them right there. And said, okay, I'm going to read these right there. And it was a surprise. That's never happened before. So you know he knew that it was a tie because then they needed that one person to vote on the show. I know that's a lot of of vague descriptions of people, but it was very exciting. And I loved it. And mostly I love in the reunion show just for, I asked my husband to pause it over all the people because I needed to see what they look like in real life. Because you see them all the time. Dirty. They're dirty. (laughs) No... You know, no hair or makeup done or anything like that. And you just, like, get to know them like that and you really like it. And then you, like, I like to see, like, how many people can't do makeup. And, like, they always, like, <laughs> cake it on and it looks so bad and it's very funny. I'm going on the TV. Yeah, they really, it's just such a stark contrast between what they looked like on the show and then. Do they still get to bring, like, a comfort item? Can you bring one thing? No. Well, I don't, well, you bring, you wear clothes. I don't know if they have comfort They used items. to, the, like, the very first season, which you may recall, was yeah. the only one I ever watched. Um, you could bring one thing. Like a lovey? Yeah. You could bring a whoobie, a lovey, a nubby, a bingy, a, a passy. Yeah. Um, and one woman brought, I think it was a woman, brought a razor because she like could not stand the thought of not being able to shave her legs. Like, I'd have been like, see a razor. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I had to go on to Survivor that's to your, not have to shave my legs. That's the only reason I'd go on Survivor is just so I kidding. could just skip uh, I went on winter. And yeah. <laughs> um, so, again, very exciting season finale on Survivor. And then I was just desperate for something new to watch. Yes. So I looked, I just even looked into Killing Eve and? and talked about it. And even the descriptions, I'll often go to Common Sense Media. Just and what I, age does it rate it for? I didn't even look at the age. I never look at the age. It's like seven and up. I just read the like small descriptions about violence or sex or language and stuff like that and see yes. if it's for me. And, and? Even the descriptions in the violence was really just like hard too graphic for me. So, so you that's deleted not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't have this app on my phone. So I'm looking for a new show. To, I I know there are lots of shows on Girl! My, I know there are lots of shows on my list. But Meredith. Like, for summer, I need something 
something to grab me. I know you've given me lots. I'm going to grab you right now <laughs> and shake you. Um, and so the I let re- down <laughs> on my block. I really wanted to watch rewatch, which I know is Meredith the worst. A Marie. show that was on a long time ago called Ed. He was the bowling uh, bowling alley lawyer. Yeah. With Ted Kavanaugh, had Julie Bowen in it, and I loved it so much. Okay. And it is nowhere to be found. Darn. Not even at your library DVD section. That is the Lord telling you that you need to watch <laughs> something like Imposters. I know. Oh, yeah. That I would need... be a good summer fling. Okay, I'll look into that. Anyway, oh, so Meredith. If you out there are one of the few people who has the Ed DVD, no, because I think it no. was made. I'm cutting this off right now. Do not correspond can, with Meredith. We can make a little change. Okay. <laughs> so on that note, that's what we're watching. Let us know what you're watching, because as you know, I'm in the market for something. Yeah, Don't listen Meredith to has nothing to watch. It's just sad. <laughs> I'm looking for just the right thing to get me out of my funk. An Ed DVD. <laughs> yes. Is not it. It is. Meredith. Todd Kavanaugh. What a cutie. All right. <laughs> so let's get to our listener fantasy family. Hit it. You ready? So ready. this comes from Jen. She's right here in Austin. And she has a unique fantasy family for us. Mm. A unique layout. Okay. So okay. she says, I thought about what an ideal family would be for teens. Ooh. Which we haven't seen before. We've talked about teens, but not a family specifically for teens. Um, and you and I don't have teens yet. Yeah, so we don't. I think so. that whatever advice people can send our way is helpful. Yeah, she says she couldn't come up with one person or even two people, so she kind of put gave us a bunch of people to to form, if you will. A mega um, parent. Yeah, two parents. That's and amazing. She, she said it could be moms or dads or a dad and a mom. It didn't matter. Um, but she feels like raising teens requires an extended family that draws on everyone's talents. A super parent. Yeah, so I she's, love it. this family is for teens, and she's these are the talents that she would like from okay. certain people. Man. So it starts out strong with Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec, and her reason is that for her thoughtfulness and her careful attention to relationships, as well as her classy responses to sexism, <laughs> which I think is great. We've talked a lot about Leslie and her attention to relationships. Yeah, so, thoughtfulness. Yeah, big time. But I like her classy responses to sexism. That's <laughs> that's good. And then, um, in addition, she chose Rainbow Johnson um, for her, from Blackish for her honesty and realistic portrayal of being a human. Um, she said heroically stylish, but still human, which is a, Again, a comment I've had before too. That heroically stylish, Meredith, <laughs> all um, the dang time. But that's what I love about Blackish is that that realistic portrayal. Um, sometimes yeah. it's tough to watch, but. It's yep. because, it, because it hits home. <laughs> um, and then Louise Jefferson, mm-hmm. the mom from Jefferson's, for her straightforward calling it as it is, take on social and racial injustices. I love it. Which is, I think, an important um, thing for a mom to have, or a, actually, excuse me, a parent to have. Mm-hmm. And then President Bartlett. I like it. From the West Wing. for Changing his, gears. Yes, for his love and concern and wisdom. Which is a little side note to remember when his daughter was kidnapped. I do remember when his daughter was kidnapped. I don't like thinking about Zoe being kidnapped. That was Zoe that B. was tough. Um, so that's a great. Those are great characteristics to add to her parent combination. He was such a good president. He was. <laughs> Bring back President Bartlett. <sighs> side notes. Okay, other characteristics from other um, parents on TV: Maya DeMeo from Speechless. So good. We know. Um, that we love her on this podcast for her fierce protection and directness when it comes to her children and spontaneity. Can you imagine being a spontaneous mom? <laughs> no. 
I mean, I feel like you're a fun mom and like you do fun things, but spontaneity oh, and motherhood, no. not for me. It's not for me either, but... I see the value in it. Yeah, and it sounds like you need it for teens, so... Oh, God. Just figure it out, Robin. I'm figure so scared. It out. I'm so very scared. Um, Laura Lai Gilmore for her ability to hang out and talk and talk and talk and eat junk. Which I mean, that's fantastic. I know. <laughs> I got that one in spades. <laughs> I'm going to be the best teen mom. Mom for teens, maybe. Um, and then Mary Jane from Being Mary Jane, which we haven't brought up at all on this podcast, I don't believe. Maybe you could watch that. Um, for her ambition and her amazing house. Okay. <laughs> um, Sweet crib. Yeah, that's great. Um, that will uh, never be me. <laughs> a few more um, additions is Randall Pearson from This Is Us. Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> which also was on Tiffany's last week on A Fantasy Family. And the reason for Randall is for his enthusiasm and passion and vulnerability. That's a good one. I hear that word vulnerability come up a lot, like, in mothering circles. Yeah. Well, Randall... Or fathering. Yeah. <laughs> parenting, right. let's say. Yeah, parenting. Randall has it, and he's going to contribute to this family, or these parents for teens. And then, finally, she selected Liz Lemon for her regularness, which is so great, and her explanations of sex. Um, but I love the regularness because that's so true. That's one of the best things about Liz Lemon mm-hmm. is... She's regular. Yeah, she's just like us, just cardigan-wearing <laughs> person. So, though all those people combined... To make a super parent. A mega parent. Mega parent. I like, love it. Mega desk. She has a couple more that she would like to throw in. She said, I would throw in Tig Nataro's character from One Mississippi from Dry Laughter, or it's probably for Dry Laughter, and not taking things too seriously. Um, if not a parent, perhaps an aunt. That's a good one. A great aunt, Tig. Um, and then um, she has a t- wants to add one sister, and that would be Ana Lucia Cortez from Lost. Did you which, watch that show? Yes, I did. Did you not watch Lost? No. Oh. That's not for me. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a really good one. She was fierce and protective in that one, so okay. great, great quality in the sister. She can kick ass and stop monsters. Um. Okay. <laughs> That's fantastic. If, if, I mean, I'm pretty sure I needed that in a sister, and I, I got it in two sisters. <laughs> um, so she says, I think if I had all these qualities of these people, I would be a better parent of teens. <laughs> so, great. That's really cool. I like that she um, took the teen angle on it. Yeah. Um, did you start One Mississippi? I did. And? I did start One Mississippi. I The first episode was sort of a repeat of the... Um, documentary uh, okay it was kind of going through it and it was a little bit painful to watch not because not because of that it was a repeat but because of the content yeah it's like mom died yeah dealing with all that stuff i think it stuck to me yeah i think at the time it just was like oh man this again this is that was hard but she tignatai was just very funny okay um, but I love it, Jen. Thank you for this fantasy family. I liked your spin on taking characteristics from different different people and different parents on TV and yeah. creating super parents. It's uh, like uh, Transformers. What's that called when they all come together and make the, the main Transformer? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I know one listener who's going to be very disappointed <laughs> that I could pull that name out. Um, Megaforce? <laughs> yes, Megaforce. That's it. <laughs> Anyway, um, so thank you for sending that in. If you are sitting out there and thinking like, oh, 
Can I send my fantasy family in? The answer is a resounding yes. Please do. Type it up. Send it in. Um, and we would love to see it. No um, format or combo too crazy. No. <laughs> uh, people are getting creative and I like it. The wilder the better. Meredith, shall we talk about our favorite TV family vacation episodes? Let's do it. Okay. Um, let me just make a quick note that we are spreading a, a, a wide definition of family. <laughs> we got like your squad, your, um, your found family. Like if you name it. We can talk about it. Yeah. They went on a vacation. We're going to talk about yeah. it today. So yeah. if anyone went on a vacation in mostly summer, <laughs> summertime. Yeah. Or not, really. We Don't will, come at me with your tight definition of vacation or family, <laughs> Meredith. Um, I, one of the things that I thought was funny as I was going through the list is that they all seem to hit the same spots. Like oh, yeah. Hawaii is a common um, destination. Like, there are tons of Hawaii, tons of... Disney. Disney, for sure. Everyone goes to Disney. Like, old shows and new shows, right? There's like some, they, like, production credit or something. They do go to Disney. And I guess ABC shows probably go to Disney because they're in the same company, right? But Inside Vegas. Hollywood knowledge. Vegas. Um, they go to Vegas a lot. Or even London. I was surprised to see how many times London came up. Mm. So and Paris. Paris, yep. Um, that's a place <laughs> that people go. <laughs> Especially, like, um, the shows that are on for a long, long time. Yeah. The ones that have long runs are the ones that are, like, you know, every year we're going to go to so-and-so, like, Modern Family. I know we'll talk about The Simpsons, I think, went to a lot of places. Yeah. A lot of shows had a, every, every season they go on a vacation. Yeah. Um, and it, it provides just a new background, I guess, um, and a new glimpse of... How people get along on vacation. Or don't. Yeah. There's always, especially if they go abroad, there's like the fish out of water. Like, yes. Isn't it funny how they do things differently in France? <laughs> yes. They're different than us. Um, totally. And it always plays out where you can get a hookup in there. Like someone's always hooking up with someone because I it's mean, like. it's vacation. It's vacation. Come on, the Meredith. N- the number of times that's happened to me. So many. Is zero. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. There, it happens all the time in these shows, and we'll see some of that throughout. I don't know if you had this uh, challenge when you were looking up stuff for this episode, but um, every time I would Google like TV family vacation, yes. um, a, a, <laughs> a run of Jersey Shore would come up yes. because there was an actual season of Jersey Shore called Family Vacation, <laughs> so that was tricky. Although, but, now that I'm thinking this through, um, Jersey Shore should definitely be on our list because... They were down the shore. They were that on was vacation their, the whole time. Their summer vacation. Have yeah. you ever been to the Jersey Shore? I haven't. Oh, it's the best. I feel like Jersey Shore gave it a bad name, and there are parts of the Jersey Shore that are very much like Jersey Shore, but yeah. it's also a lovely place to vacation. My all family right. went there many, many times throughout growing up, and it wasn't all booze fueled parties. <laughs> well, then I don't want to go. It was some <laughs> booze fueled parties. Um, you're not convincing me. <laughs> Um, okay, so should we talk about um, some of our listeners? Yes. Um, we had, I think that everybody kind of had the same usual suspects, right? Like yeah. the Brady Bunch goes to Hawaii yeah. was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, 90210, um, I don't remember this episode, but someone mentioned <laughs> when Brenda and Donna go to France and accidentally eat brains. Eat veal brains. brains. <laughs> veal brains. Um, do I you want to talk about 
um, the next one on the list. Well, do you want to talk about how you're going to eat brains on your trip? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. But that is a perfect example of like, oh, things are different elsewhere. And I guess I got to eat some veal brains. Yeah. Oops. Uh, <laughs> oops, did I eat brains again? <laughs> Donna. <laughs> yes, yeah, someone mentioned Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style, which I loved. Um, was it like a whole season of them like on vacation? No, there was a part of where they were working in Malibu at Malibu Sands. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Um, this one is just they made it into like a a movie sort of, and then oh. they broke it up into four episodes for syndication. That's Saved by the Bell, man. So they went, um, they went to Hawaii because Kelly's grandpa had a hotel. Of course he did. And when they got there, they realized that some bigger hotel chain was going to come and tear it apart, buy it and tear it apart. Oh, and no. Yeah, so, you know, what else do you do but hire you know, five teens to save, save the day? The day. <laughs> and, of course, they run into Mr. Belding because you can't leave Mr. Belding. Did. He's on, a like, a principal um, retreat. Yes, <laughs> so he's leading a bunch of principals around. Which... Let's ask the principal at our kid's school if she's going to go to a Hawaiian principal's <laughs> retreat. That's bet, a real thing. I bet everyone just on their vacation just wants to hang out with other principals. Um, <laughs> and Mr. Belding. But that's one where several people have little flings. Of course. Zach, um, which I don't understand this. Zach hooks up with some girl who has a like a six year old kid. What? No. I'm like you are <laughs> in high school, sort okay. of, presumably, right? And then you're. It's not clear. It's not clear. It, <laughs> they talked about the problems that that would that would create. One or two that I can think but of I off, the off of my head. <laughs> um, there's just a lot of problematic things. But as I was remembering Hawaiian style, just like. It made me laugh all the all the <laughs> shenanigans they got into. It seems like a, a happier time, a simpler time. <laughs> same as the bell. Uh yeah, so somewhat related in like I would put them in the same cheesiness factor vein. Mm-hmm. Um, Full House. Uh, yeah. Had several mentions of when they went on um, vacation and ended up running into the Beach Boys and yeah. playing with them. Yeah, that was so in the heavy Kokomo rotation days, I, Full House was one of mine that I wanted to talk about. But this one, I I didn't talk about. They went, they did go to Disney, in Full House. I think a couple of times they went to Disney World or Disneyland. That feels right. But the one that I keep remembering is when DJ goes and thinks she sees Steve, her boyfriend, oh, everywhere. Yeah. Like oh, I know Steve. At- <laughs> Steve, her boyfriend. Come on. <laughs> Um, but she, she misses him so much that she thinks he's, she sees him everywhere. It's like Gaston. That beautiful hair. It's like Gaston and it's Steve. Oh, I oh, love, Steve. I love that. <laughs> Their love is real. <laughs> you know what you could watch this summer? What? A little Fuller House. Fuller House. You know what? I could. <laughs> probably that not. is an option that is available to you. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Um, All right, I like to rem- I like to remember Full House. Like, with, like, good thoughts, right? Or, like, oh, that was a funny show that happened. I don't need to relive that. Okay. I might watch it. Okay. Uh, okay, so people also mentioned um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Did okay. you watch that show? Um, they apparently went to the Jersey Shore, oh, okay. which is fantastic. And, again, as someone who lived in Philadelphia for a very long time, going um, to, the, to the Jersey Shore is, like, what you do with your summer. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you say you go down the shore. Um, oh. Like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? We're going down the shore. 
that's just a little Philadelphia fun fact for you. Thank you. Um, And then just as a funny, not funny side note, someone asked um, if The Handmaid's Tale qualified if you got to go on a vacation trip to the colonies. Um, (laughs) It's funny because we are living in The Handmaid's Tale in real life right now. Moving on. Um, Okay, so um, as we said, we're taking a broad definition of family for our favorite um, TV family vacation. So found families, chosen squads, like throw them all in there. Meredith, would you like to start with one of your super faves? Yeah, so we mentioned Modern Family. They always take a big trip. They, Mm -hmm. I think, went to Hawaii. I think they went to Australia, maybe. Yep, that's right. Um, But one of my favorite, I think they did Disney. That was, I think you posted that on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. That (laughs) um, was Lily on a leash. Lily on a leash, (laughs) and that's a fond memory of, like... Did you ever put your kids on a leash? I did not, but that... (laughs) <laughs> that everyone was judging them, and then they took Lily off the leash, and they're like, we don't care. The judgment is, like, is <laughs> So much worse than... <laughs> than her being kidnapped or running away. Yeah. Um, awesome. I, one of my favorite um, summer vacations is when they go to Wyoming, and they go to a dude ranch. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because I loved Hey Dude on Nickelodeon. Oh, or, that was a good show. Um, hey, dude. Um, but this one Nothing was ever happened on that show. You know that, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. But oh. I did I did see the stars of Hey Dude last year at the ATX Festival so um, when they did a Nickelodeon panel. You i got to go back and see who was on Hey Dude. I feel like there were some stars in the making for sure. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> There was one, uh, the one guy. Don't bother. (laughs) Yeah, there was the one guy who you would recognize, but I think everyone else. Wasn't there someone who was like a doppelganger for one of like DJ's boyfriends on Full House? Yeah. Or maybe Blossom's boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. He did look like a Lawrence brother. We'll Uh, we'll look that up and get back to you, (laughs) loyal listeners. I know you're all dying to know. Um, This one is when Dylan, which was... um, Haley's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And comes on the vacation, and um, the mom just is like so, Claire's so upset by it, and yeah. annoyed with him, and then at the end, he proposes, or in the middle of it, he proposes to Haley, and she says yes, and like, just like the horror on her face when <laughs> they decide that they're going to get married. I uh, do kind of remember that. Yeah, and anyway, she, Claire tells Haley, like, you can't do that, and then Dylan runs off and then decides he's going to stay on the dude ranch. It's a funny. It's a funny episode. I did the, like Dylan. He was a good character. There were definitely like different pairings on that show that you don't always see. Um, Mitchell, they're Mitchell and Camber thinking about adopting a baby boy, okay. and Mitchell has some just like unresolved issues about his ability to do boy things, right? Okay. Quote boy things, right? Um, I always love Cam, like talking about like animal husbandry and things like that. <laughs> yeah. that never gets old um and so he learns to blow up a a birdhouse oh. with with firecrackers it was just a funny moment he was just really proud of himself for doing something that's very fun manly i like that um so it's a i think it was just a funny one mostly because i feel like like i said they go to disney or hawaii things that have been done before but the dude ranch was like a unique, unique. place to yep. To show the family. Can so I tell you my favorite Cam line of all time? Yes. I was looking up um, something about Modern Family, and mm-hmm. I saw my favorite Cam line of all time, which yes. is him saying, I'm sort of like Costco. I'm big, I'm not fancy, and I dare you not to like me. 
<laughs> That's perfect. It, it's so good. I'm no. big, I'm not fancy, and I dare you not to like me. That's a good tagline. Anyway, that's just a little <laughs> bit about me and Cam. Uh, what else was on your list? Um, let me see. So, I talked about Modern Family. Oh, we talked about Full House a little bit, and yeah. they did go to Hawaii once, and you did mention this. They didn't On this one, they don't run into the Beach Boys, okay. but they get... <clears throat> Like, sort of shipwrecked. Like, they are deciding to go out on a boat, and then they decide to stop on this island, and then their boat floats away, right? So... So good. But... I mean, let's talk about the writer's room. (laughs) Danny Tanner, (laughs) as Danny Tanner does, had what he called the clipboard of fun, Mm. and he was kind of drilling down on the itinerary. Like, we're going to do this, and then this, and then this. Because you know what people love? is clipboard of fun. Forced fun. Mandatory fun. <laughs> um, and so then they dis- they realize that they are actually on the island they're supposed to be, and then they go up on stage in this big like cultural show at the in Hawaii, and of course Jesse just decides to pick up a guitar and lead everyone in a song. Oh, Jesse! The number of times Jesse just like happens to end up on a stage and lead a group with the of Beach people. Boys. <laughs> lead a group. I mean, I can remember <laughs> viscerally how I felt. When I saw Jesse playing with the Beach Boys, they're yeah. singing Kokomo. Yeah. I mean, woo, woo. have mercy. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you just snuck that one right in. Uh, do you have some favorite family Yeah, locations? I do. Um, so I feel like we must talk about the Brady Bunch. They are definitely the leader in the format. Okay. Um, so they had the episode where they all go to Hawaii. It's like an all-expenses-paid trip from uh, Mr. Brady's job is going to pay for 900 kids to go to Hawaii because that happens all the time in real life. Um, but anyway, um, they get this little tiki idol. Yeah. And... It was cursed, right? Well, it was cursed and they don't realize it and then all this bad stuff starts happening and they just can't figure it out and blah, 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 blah. Um, so that, I think, is what everybody kind of thinks about when they think about, like, TV shows going on vacation. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there was, like, a whole bunch of, like, Hawaiian cultural appropriation and, like, just offensiveness probably <laughs> buried in there um, with the tiki idol. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was kind of the, the first of the format, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then I also thought about um, Sex and the City. Yeah. They go to two that I can remember. One is Atlantic City. Okay. Which I can relate to because I've been to Atlantic City a couple times <laughs> and it just feels like it's always a lot crappier than you think it's going to be. Yeah. You think it's going to be glamorous and fun and then you get there and it smells like cigarette smoke and everyone's like drunk and just It's like gross. New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Where you think it's, it's going like to be so It's like all build awesome. up. Yeah. It's all build up and expectation and followed by just dramatic letdown. <laughs> but it was a good episode. Um, Miranda is postpartum and like dealing with mom bod oh. and somebody was like they're playing craps or something and some jerk guy calls her a fat ass or something like that <laughs> and the rest of the girls like come to her rescue and um, craziness ensues. Um, I know, then, I love a good fight. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, it's just another one that reminds you of the importance of your girlfriends. Um, and then another episode, um, Carrie goes to L.A. for, I don't know, she's trying to turn her book into a movie or something, and all the girls end up, you know, by, like, happenstance and coincidence. Like, and you're going there. to L.A.? Yeah. L.A.? Me too! Well, Charlotte had just gotten married and come back from her honeymoon and had had some 
trouble in the marital relations department, so she was like, peace and hair grease, I'm going to L.A. Um, so the, the four of them end up there, and it's most notable for, like, all the um, stars that just pop in. So, like, Vince Vaughn is in it. Um, I think Carrie Fisher was in it. Anyway, um, but Matthew McConaughey's in it. Yeah. And there is a classic scene where he's trying to ask Carrie to tell him about something about her life, and he wants her to be real, and blah, blah, blah. And so she's telling him this out of the other thing, and he goes, that's bullshit, Carrie Ann, you know it. <laughs> um, which my friends and I say to each other from time to time. <laughs> anyway. You want me to um, insert the most overworked Matthew McConaughey joke and say, all right, all right, all right? I think you should. <laughs> I think you should. Anyway, that's uh, a little Sex in the City vacation time. Um, what else was on your faves list? Um, well... I loved when the friends in, went to London. Yes. And friends. Yes, for the big wedding. For the big wedding. Mm-hmm. Another, like, hookup between, that's when Chandler and Monica yes. start getting together. In the tub. It's like where um, where people just um, try out new things, I guess, in new <laughs> like places. Like Chandler, apparently. <laughs> Um, and then my favorite, one of my favorite things is Joey, when he's looking at a map, he has to put it down on the ground and step into the map and like, in order for him to find things and Chandler's super embarrassed by it. But he's like. feels very relatable to me. <laughs> like I get that 110%. Robin's going to go. Step um, in a map. <laughs> to Poland and step in a map. You know, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good one. And I think it bears mentioning those, um, Travel episodes are usually like two-parter, three-parter. Like, actually, we're going to chop this up and make it into a movie, yeah. you know, because it's so expensive to get your whole cast and crew across the pond or wherever you're going. So yeah. Yeah. They that's gotta, a fact that we know. <laughs> they got to get their money's worth. Get your money's worth. Make and, it a two-parter at least. And they also, like you're talking about Sex and the City with the special guests, they always try and like really yeah, make it big. Yeah, a bunch is, of like, it's like uh, the love boat. Like. Yeah, this is when you bring in all the special guests to really get your money's worth yep. on the show. So yeah, mm-hmm. they did that in um, London um, for Friends. And Parks and Rec went to London. I feel like this. Oh yeah! Um, trying to remember a couple others. I They went there and stayed there. Yeah, for a while. Mm-hmm. For a while. Um so, um, I just think, I didn't think of London being the show that, or the place that people go on shows, but there were several other shows, I just can't think of them. Can we Sorry. talk about Russia? Russia, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go political. Speaking of places you don't think they go on shows. Yeah. Um, so, there was a show that may have been before your time called Head of the Class, mm-hmm. and they were, um, so it was a show about, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of, it was Bronx high school something something um but it was uh like an advanced class at this high school and so one episode they go to moscow okay and they were the first american uh, tv show to film there and it was yeah. a huge deal I bet. it was like the mid to late 80s mm-hmm. and um you know it was a comedy show so they like made fun of the nerds abroad right yeah um and there were different kinds of nerds it wasn't all just like pocket protector and like yeah. coke bottle glasses nerds it's a wide variety of types of nerds <laughs> trust me i know a wide variety of nerds <laughs> Stop looking at me. If there's something I know about. (laughs) Um, So it was like interestingly political. um, But I remember very, very vividly they had a quiz show at the end where the American kids competed against the Russian kids. And um, it was really good. And of course, like the question was something about like Russian cosmonauts or something or like the first dog in space or something. And it was something that 
they learned while they were there and like, you know, bing, 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 like, what you know, they pull through at the end and <laughs> it was based on what Arvid was told by like somebody at the Space Museum. Anyway, it was really good. And that was a really good show. We don't talk about it enough. <laughs> we don't. I'm, probably because I can't contribute. I'm sorry. Uh, it would be worth uh, investigating. I'll see if I can get you the DVDs. <laughs> I'll check the library. <laughs> uh, what else you got on your vacay list? Well, I thought about Gossip Girl. Mm, yes. Um, XOXO. XOXO. And they just spent the whole summer in the Hamptons, Man. right? Just, that's how the other half lives, I guess. Um, and it was just the perfect vacation from their real, their really difficult real life. Yeah, you need uh, a break from that. But the the half of them seemed to pretend to be people they weren't in the Hamptons, right? They just sat by the pool. They got dressed up to go into like what seemed like Main Street. I don't know. I've never been in the Hamptons, so I haven't either. Do you want to hear something funny though? Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends was dating a guy and his last name was Hampton. And oh. she said, oh, if we get married, you can come visit us and you can tell people you're going to the Hamptons. <laughs> That's worth that it right there. That is literally the closest I have been to going to the Hamptons. They weren't compatible at all, but she was... No, I didn't care. She was determined to make the Hamptons joke work. She since married someone else. Uh-huh. Like a jerk. <laughs> can't believe she did that to you. Who introduced me to my husband. So it's fine. (laughs) But you could have gone to the Hamptons. Or made people believe you were going to the Hamptons. Anyway. I just love that that was just always a plot point in Gossip Girl. And it was usually, it was like a catching up thing at the end, the beginning of each season. It was like, oh, let's go back and review your summer in the Hamptons. Ooh, I like that. And it got scandalous, of course. Of course. The Sex and the City girls got STDs in the Hamptons. All right. Well, I'm sure that I'm sure that happened as well. XOXO indeed. Um, But it just seemed like a nice little escape from real life, going to the Hamptons. I wonder what it's like there. I don't know. I'll never be invited. (laughs) Never say never. Unless I have a friend who marries a guy with last name Hamptons. So good. Um, So I know you mentioned that Vegas was another one, and I know this is a show that shall not be mentioned, but the old school Roseanne, they did go to Vegas, and it was a good episode, and they met Wayne Newton, and I bring it up mostly just to be able to tell you that I too have met Wayne Newton. (laughs) What? And yeah, it was a pretty big deal. That is a big deal. Anyway. You're just going to throw that out there and not tell us why you met Wayne Newton? I mean, it was like at a show, and we like were in the... You know, I'm not trying to brag, but the VIP Wayne Newton meeting section. So, like, <laughs> like a bunch of cattle, we got herded in, and we got to, like, next, take a picture, next, take a picture, <laughs> next, take a picture. Um, so, yeah, I that was it. I hope you paid top dollar to I be did. Wayne Newton. You know I did. I'm going to see if I can get my hands on that picture. <laughs> um, we know that this is not necessarily a family, but it was for the... Um, Merging of two people and younger, they went to Ireland. Yeah, I'm calling that family. Yeah. That's a fam family. Uh, that episode was steaming hot garbage. Was yeah. that a double, a two episode, two-parter? I can't remember. I feel like it was. It was so stupid, and I am so angry, and when you see um, Sutton Foster at ATX, if you could just pull her aside and say <laughs> that the Ireland trip was steaming hot garbage... And that I don't need to know that Charles was calling her on the phone. Yeah. Like, what does that do for me? Her phone was in the bucket of phones, right? And then Yeah, be present. Her. Put your phone in this bucket. Mm-mm. Nope. But the nice part of that episode, so the episode was where Josh was getting married to 
a girl from Ireland so that she could stay in America, right? Like, yep. they were dating ahead of time, but they decided to get married so she could stay in America mm-hmm. and they could keep dating or keep married, married dating. Like one does. Um, and he really needed um, Liza to be there. Is her name Liza? It is Liza. That was clutch, I dude. Said it, I said it, and then I was like, wait, did I come up with a name? Um, that can't be right. And she was a true friend there to Josh, who... Sucks, and no one cares. Team Charles for life. (laughs) I can't even have a conversation about it. Um, But I think that that was pretty big of her to be a true friend in a time where she was like, I don't know why you're doing this. Yeah, why are you married? Yeah, why are you marrying this girl you don't even know? And, like, obviously they have a huge history together. Mm -hmm. So the fact that she was there at all was... Was crazy, so... What do you think's going to happen next season? I don't know. She seems like she's kissing everyone, so... I'm, I'm just so like, excited. We only want her to be kissing one person. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta make sure my DVR is ready to go. <laughs> um, okay, I have one honorable mention. Okay. And that's in Boy Meets World, <laughs> where Topanga wins a trip to Disney... I can't remember if it's Disneyland or Disney World. Um, and Corey is really worried that she's going to find someone else to date. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, and she's like, you gotta leave me alone. And so he follows, so like like one does, and someone says, leave you alone. He follows her to Disney, and he's like, just like trying to catch up to her, and then he finds himself with the dolphins. Like, they're going to some dolphin something or other. And that part's not as important as um, I remember Dana from Step by Step was there. It wasn't a crossover because she wasn't being Dana, but she came and was talking to him. What? And I just remember like blowing my mind as a kid. Like, wait, there's this girl from Step by Step, and now she's on this. Is she boy- herself? Is she? <laughs> she's on Boy Meets World. I'm like, can you do that? Like, is that legal? And just thinking that was so funny that I know her, right? <laughs> Um, so that's that crazy. I can imagine real... being completely blown away by that. Yeah. <laughs> Just like what you thought was crazy when you were a kid <laughs> and still do. Uh, but that was my honorable mention to TGIF Boy Meets World. crossover action. Yeah. I like it. Me too. Did you watch uh, the original or the new Mickey Mouse Club with JT? Yes. And Ryan Gosling. Uh-huh. And Britney. And Britney Spears. Just wondering. Yes. <laughs> we uh, could take this conversation well, offline. It's not, it's not the real Mickey. It wasn't the original. No, the new Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, I thought you said the original. Well, I started to say the original. Oh, okay. No, like, I'm not that old. Jesus, Annette Finicelli would... <laughs> Cubby and Annette. No. Yes, she I'm talking say, about Mueva, Fred, and you. <laughs> you got that reference. Um, all right, does that... Can I give you one uh, honorable mention? Yes. It's uh, whatever the opposite of an honorable mention is. It's a dishonorable <laughs> non-mention. Um, do you remember when John and Kate plus eight went to Hawaii to renew their wedding vows? <laughs> I don't. I didn't, well, I didn't watch that. They much. stuck real well. They, the <laughs> wedding vows just took and things are going real well for them. I'm glad that they renewed them because yeah. it really just seemed to make them stronger. <laughs> uh, I know they are real people and I should be kinder, but God almighty, those two are hard to root for. I know. And it's hard when it's, I know they're real people, but it's on a show that you feel it's like it's produced you, and yeah, actors. You feel like you can have a comment, but I hope they're both happy. Can we? We'll end it on that. John, Kate, <laughs> whatever Applebee's you're both working at, <laughs> it's going real well for you. Plus eight. I hope you're all very happy. Kids, we love you. Uh, okay. 
I think that I think that'll do it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Next week we are going to be talking about our favorite dads. Happy uh, Father's Day. And preparation for Father's Day. So send us your favorite dads on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. We'll be seeing them. And also send us your fantasy family so we can talk about it. Um, and as always, you can email us at mytvfamilypod at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Do get out there. Rate and review us, if you'd be so kind. All right. Bye. Bye.